Welcome to Gen Z Hoops. Today, we're joined by our Atlantic Division expert, Chris D'Ambrosio, here to break down the past week of NBA action for the Celtics, Knicks, Nets, Raptors, and 76ers. Chris, let's start with the Brooklyn Nets. How have they been playing lately? Yeah, after a, after a tough loss to the Pistons, the Nets have won three games in a row against tough teams as well, such as the Pacers and the Warriors. And again, I had mentioned this last week, but we haven't seen that large of a sample size where all three of stars of the big three have played together. KD has only played one of the last four. And the game he did play was actually his first time playing back at Oracle Arena, which was pretty cool. Now also that Harden is the starting point guard and Kyrie's starting as the shooting guard. Things have looked very good. James Harden looks natural as the primary facilitator. Um, and his scoring has gone down, but he's averaging nearly 12 assists per game, including an impressive triple-double that he had against the Kings with 29 points, 14 assists, and 13 rebounds. Kyrie Irving is also averaging a career high of 28 points per game, and he lit up the Kings as well with 40 points. Joe Harris has continued to shoot lights out from three, shooting 50% for the season. And the Nets lead the NBA in points per game at 121.4. They also lead the league in field goal percentage at 50%. And, uh, you know, right now, the first and second seed Sixers and Bucks are, are struggling a bit. They've lost some games and the East is up for grabs and the Nets could be in first place soon enough. Great to think about how the Nets are finally starting to figure things out. How about the 76ers? Chris, they were playing really well the last time we spoke. How have they been able to keep things up? Yeah, so uh, the Sixers started their four-game road trip well with a win against Sacramento. Uh, but then they proceeded to lose three in a row against Portland, Phoenix, and Utah. To be fair, these are great teams, but the Sixers, I believe, should have been able to win at least one of those. And um, usually I start these discussions for the Sixers by discussing Joel Embiid during his MVP candidate year. But this week, I actually want to start with Ben Simmons. While they lost three straight, this man has been on a tear. Uh, in the last three games, he has averaged 28 points, eight assists, and nine rebounds. And his most impressive performance was actually against the NBA's best, the Utah Jazz, where he scored 42 points to go with 12 assists and nine rebounds. Those are sick numbers. Um, he actually also had 19 in the first quarter as well. Joel Embiid has continued to be a man amongst boys as he is averaging 30 points and 11 rebounds for the season. And Tobias Harris has been playing well and scored 36 points to go with 10 rebounds against the Jazz. So Chris, if the stars in the team have been playing so well, how do you explain their current losing streak? What's happening there? Uh, great question, John. I think one of the issues with these Sixers is their lack of shot attempts. They are currently fourth worst in the NBA in field goal attempts per game, and they are third worst in the NBA for both three-point shots attempted and made. And I also think the squad could use another shot creator. I've mentioned this in weeks past, but um, as the trade, trade deadline approaches, if they can uh, pick up a player like uh, Zach Levine, but even, even a player... Um, not as quite as talented. I think it could really help them a lot. Moving on to the Celtics, Chris, they're currently sitting at 500 at 13 and 13. What can you tell us about how they've been playing? Because at the beginning, we kind of had some higher expectations for them. Yeah, we, we really did, John. Honestly, the Celtics haven't looked that great. Uh, last week, I was actually, it's kind of ironic because I was saying how the squad is better than their record. And I still believe that's the case, but I'm not as convinced as I was last week. Uh, they have back-to-back -back losses against the Pistons and the Wizards. And this team is in the bottom 10 in terms of points per game. And they're at the third worst in the NBA for assists. So they definitely need to get better at facilitating the ball. Uh, even their star player, Jason Tatum, has struggled the past two games, scoring a combined 21 points on 7 for 25 from the field. That's been tough for them as well. However, it's not all negative with this team. 
Uh, Kemba Walker is rising out of his slump, averaging 20 points on 50% shooting in the past couple of games. They also currently have the sixth best defense in the NBA in terms of opponents' points per game. Peyton Pritchard is a nice addition as he's back in the rotation, and hopefully Marcus Smart will return soon for the squad as well. So in a pretty weak Eastern Conference at the moment, the Celtics don't have too much to panic about. They're actually in fourth place with only a 500 record, which is um, which is pretty rare. Uh, but they need to make some serious adjustments if they want to come out of the conference as the champs. Cool stuff, Chris. And then moving over to the Knicks, who obviously I'm super excited about as a native New Yorker, seeing what's happening now with Julius Randle, his all-star campaign, and obviously his great game last night. Uh, what are we seeing there? Because it looks like they're feeling it. Yeah, the Knicks are feeling it right now. And Julius Randle, as you said, had a fantastic performance uh, against the Hawks where he scored 44 points on, which to me was really impressive, was his 7 for 13 from three-point territory. Emmanuel Quickly has also played well, averaging 18 in the past three games. Uh, D. Rose has been a great addition, and he had a sick layup against the Hawks, which kind of reminded me of vintage D. Rose that we saw in 2011. So right now, Knicks fans should be pretty excited because... After they lost by only two against Miami Heat, the Knicks have been on a three-game win streak. And at 14 and 15, they currently sit at sixth in the Eastern Conference and are comfortably in playoff contention. So while this team has much to improve, there's also a lot to be excited for. And then wrapping things up with the Raptors, they've been a wild card all year. Uh, what have they been up to? Yeah, John, the Raptors sit at 12 and 15, and they're actually a playoff team right now. So they're the eighth seed. And... I had mentioned in weeks past that I think this team has a real shot at making the playoffs despite their challenges. And it looks like they, they might make the playoffs. Um, not quite in the most conventional way, but it certainly is a possibility. And Kyle Lowry has continued to be an anchor for this team. Even he approaches 35 years of age. Fred Van Vliet has also played well, although a 20 point game now for him seems kind of underwhelming after his crazy 54 point performance. OG Ananobi is finally back for tonight's game against the Bucks, and that should give this squad a much-needed boost, especially on the defensive end. So I think the main thing for this team to win in the playoffs is consistency. One game, they look kind of like a serious playoff contender. The next game, they look horrible. So um, I think consistency should be Nick Nurse's key focus for this team. 